the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yes, indeed. Y'all know, you longtime Andrea K. Show listeners know that, um, gosh, this just sounds so ego- egotistical and egomaniacal, but I'm usually right in my predictions. I was right about so many things, wasn't I? Wasn't I right about that Jeff Sessions was the wrong choice for Attorney General? Wasn't I right that James Comey should have been fired day one? Wasn't I right about the Russian collusion hoax? And wasn't I right about the lockdowns? And wasn't I right about the shots? And wasn't I right going back six to seven years ago and saying that... They would not stop. I said a couple things back in 2017. I said, don't overlook this Michael Flynn story. We will all be Michael Flynn if we don't stop this in its tracks. The use of the Department of Justice to persecute and prosecute those in which the left disagrees or those particularly uh, for whom the left sees as a threat. And I also said that they would not stop until they found a hammer that Donald Trump had reported on his taxes without a receipt that there would be an indictment of Donald Trump at some point. And that has happened as of today. Now, we don't have the details of it. There's some people saying, oh, it's too soon. You know, it's, you know, we, we really haven't. There will be an indictment of Donald J, D, Donald J. Trump. The fact that it was just leaked to the New York Times, the AP is reporting it. This will happen. It is going to happen. And that makes this a very dark day in the United States of America. And to you Democrats that are celebrating this today, wise up, wise up and wake up. Y'all want to talk about being woke? Well, let me tell you, if you think that this is a good thing for the United States of America, you ain't woke. You're like those people that walk around in a fugue state for years or wake up from a coma after 20 years and don't recognize their husband. That's how out of consciousness you are as to the threat that this faces with this poses for every American. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys along with me on this dark day. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. 888-344-1170 is our live number. 888-344-1170. Do you think I'm overstating it? Do you think that this will help Trump? Do you think do you think that the fact that this will help Trump somehow makes it makes it better? Or are you as outraged and as upset as I am? Do you see that this is just are are we already a banana republic? Are we already North Korea? Are we ready Castro's Cuba? Or do you think there's time to save this country? And how do we go about saving it? 888-344-1170. You can email me at andreakshow.com. We reached out immediately to Tom DeBocaro because Tom is not just an attorney who understands the law, but he, he's an, a, an, a, 
an American history buff. He's a historian, have written many books on it. He also understands our political process and our system better than most, and, and he's going to be here to weigh in on it. But most importantly, I want to hear from citizens. I want to hear what citizens have to say about this today. Because I'm old enough to remember, actually, I really don't remember Watergate, but I know that we had a president in the United States who was impeached. It wasn't voted on, you know, in the Senate. He wasn't found guilty, but he resigned over an audio tape of 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 trying to record the opposition. And now look how far we've gone. That was a Republican who resigned. And now we've got a Republican president. Look how far how far we've gone and, and changed as a country to where now we have the Department of Justice weaponized against a former president because he's running for office again. That should not be happening in the United States of America. Along with me for the ride tonight and every night of the week is my pod and crime. Couldn't do the show without him. And most of the days he does most of the heavy lifting before I go on air. I'm talking about my man, DJ Potato Skins. Not much to say at this moment. It, it, to answer your question, I don't honestly care whether it helps him or not. It shouldn't happen. No, this shouldn't be happening. I also want to get into tonight, there, there's so much about this story. You guys know, so you're up to speed, you Andrew Acacia listeners, as to how we got here and how this is, this is just a continuation of what he faced the second he came down the escalators in which the FBI and the DOJ and the intelligence communities immediately were weaponized against him under the Obama administration and nobody was held accountable. Right. You know everything about Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and how that led to um, them trying to and Jim Comey in the summer of 2016 covering the crimes of, of Hillary Clinton and them working on how they could stop Donald Trump from winning the election and how they could remove him from office if he won. You know, the impeachments, you know, the, the Bob Mueller Russian collusion hoax and phony investigation, you know, uh, A.G. Barr and what a, a, a phony job that he did. And same thing with John Durham, you know, about the it, Ukrainian impeachment. Impeachment and all that. This is all. This is all just an extension of it, right? An absolute extension of it, and 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 it just gets worse and worse and worse. It's just gotten worse and worse and worse, and it's going to get worse. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the implications here. You know the implications because we've talked about it so much here. But there's some interesting things about why now. Did when it, when it happened today. And, and it's interesting on the why now, because we just got reports today that I, and I was joking today on a show that I did an, another show I did. I'm like, did anybody do a wellness check on Alvin Bragg? Where's this D.A. in New York? We heard reports that the grand jury in New York was on vacation. So why today? Could it be today, Skins? Because we had... Uh, you know, I've been talking about how, and, and it may sound tonight, by the way, peeps, it may sound tonight like I'm all over the place, but there's so many, the story is so intertwined in so many, in so many different ways and involves uh, so many different, different aspects of the story um, that it may sound like I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm really not. And before I get into my next, my, my next area here in terms of why now and the different things that the, that the Democrats are trying to distract you from, I'm going to quickly go to the phones. Ramana from San Diego is on the line and I, and I'm one, I'm interrupting myself to go to Ramana because if there's anybody, you long time Andrew Acacia listeners rec- will recognize Ramana. If there's anybody who knows about banana republics and a weaponized government against the people, I think it's Ramana. Hey Ramana, thank you for calling in tonight. 
Thank you, Andrea, for covering this topic. I uh, I do know because these this brings back stories come to life from what my family told me, what they lived through, what they mm-hmm. lived, everything familiar to come here and, and love this nation with all their being. Uh, when I yes. heard it today, I was very upset and I thought no one is going to, no, those drama queens are not going to put this much force, time, money, and embarrass themselves if he was not a force to be reckoned with. And a Bible verse came to my mind when I heard it and because I was frustrated and angry and sick in what's becoming of our nation. I could just weep. And all I thought was, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. This mm. is going to backfire on these, these, uh, these rotten leftists because they are, they're not Americans. They were born here, but their allegiance is to their leftist cause and their Marxist fathers. And they've demonstrated that again and again. To do this over this ridiculous accusation when their own kind have, <laughs> they've participated in uh, tactics. I mean, sorry, they've done things even worse, and I don't condone it, but don't demonize a man when every other thing's, there's more to a person than one bad thing they've done or several. He, well, he, right. Well, by, he, by the way, Ramon, excuse me for interrupting, um, yes. the last, just last week or the week before, an email or a letter um, was released that was Cohen's attorney, Michael Cohen's attorney, that he, that was sent to Congress saying that Donald Trump knew nothing about this money that was paid to Stormy Daniels. He did it on his own. And she, Stormy Daniels, did, you know, afterwards denied that it even happened. And so it, mm-hmm. we don't have any evidence that it would happen. We have a letter from Michael Cohen saying it didn't happen. He paid the money himself. It didn't have anything to do with election law because what they're mm-hmm. trying to do and indict him on has to do with federal elections. And it, and yes. Michael Cohen in his own letter said that this had nothing to do with that. He paid the money himself. Trump didn't know about it. And Stormy Daniels even denied it. This is, this is banana republic level stuff. And mm-hmm. oh, by the way, I'm glad you brought it up about other people because a lot of people may have forgotten that there is a slush fund using taxpayer mm-hmm. money that pays off sexual harassment claims against members of Congress, whether they're House of Representatives or senators. And, and mm-hmm. we, and we don't know the names. We don't know who's been accused of what and how much of our own money has been to, gone to pay that off. And one of the mm-hmm. things we need to be paying close attention to, Ramana, is the Republican Party's response to this. Ron DeSantis oh. issued a statement today, and I think Nikki Haley uh, did. And I'm going to read those those statements as well. I love that scripture, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I think prosper. that that's something we need to remember as individuals. Uh, we need mm-hmm. our politicians that are under attack to remember that and and. And as a nation, we need to remember that. In terms of it backfiring, though, Ramona, here's my, Mm -hmm. you know, here's my question for people out there. How do we, it, 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 it it can only backfire if we're willing and our Republican elected officials are willing to do something that results in a backfire on them. Yes, yes. This is flimsy accusations from flimsy minds. And yes. uh, they want to whip things up against him. Anybody with a, a one functioning neuron can see what this is about. <laughs> he's, he's, he's coming in like a, like a typhoon. And they yeah. didn't expect it because they, they think if we hate him, everybody does. And uh, you don't have to love the guy, but he loves our nation. And I, I believe that this is, he doesn't need this aggravation. And I'm sure his health has been affected and his family. And it's just peace of mind and heart he will not have. And he knows it, but he's still going to do it. So that tells us that's a reflection of his character, and Absolutely. we have to really look at it, like him or not. Well, Romano, we love you. Thank you for calling him. Thank you. Both Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye okay. now. Um, yeah, you know, that's a great point, Skins, because 
if I predicted years ago that he would be indicted at some point, he would be arrested because they needed him. He will not go away. He is the he is the bravest, most strong human being and politician in particular that I've ever seen or witnessed in my entire life. Look at everything they've thrown at him, and he wouldn't go away, Skins. And the he sad wouldn't. thing is, Andrea, they still don't get it. Um, he's still not going away. He still isn't going away. He still isn't going away. Most most Republican elected officials, include, what did, uh, I, I started talking about Watergate. What did Nixon do? He resigned. He ran off, right? That's typically what Republicans do, and that's what the left and, and the forces of the left within our own party and the uniparty system expected him to do. They expected him to do like every other Republican, a runoff. Well, you know what? He didn't. If he wasn't going to run off and quit the campaign in 2016 after that Billy Bush tape, that should have told all of them, this man was not going to go away. You were not going to be able to push him into a corner chewing on his toenails, okay? You weren't going to break him, and they haven't broken him. They have not broken him. And you know what? In this battle between between Trump and DeSantis right now, let me tell you, you've got to be you've got to be paying attention to who the left is trying to take out. Because that's who they see as a threat. We're going to take a break. We come back. I am going to read Ron DeSantis's statement. I'm going to read Trump's. I'm also going to read Nikki Haley's. But I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. What do you think about this indictment today? You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Do you guys think I'm making too big a deal out of this? I mean, this is the first time in American history that a U.S. president, a former U.S. president, has been indicted. And for what? A cooked up, made up it, it, crime. In fact, this was a misdemeanor. Even if he had done it, which he hadn't, it's a misdemeanor. Was Bill Clinton indicted for lying under oath about sexual harassment of an intern that took place in the people's house? No, he lost his law license for that. This is absolutely outrageous. We cannot let this stand. We need to be looking at our Republican uh, elected officials and saying, what are you going to do about it? I heard somebody had a good point earlier and said, look. Um, I don't even remember what show it was on, but they said if running for office, because you got to remember that this local DA up there is, is, and Letitia James, Alvin Bragg and Letitia James and others are literally running for office. They're campaigning on the idea that they are going to use the Department of Justice and use their position not to convict people of crimes of which there's probable cause, but to literally persecute and prosecute somebody for their politics. And if that's going to be the the future of the United States of America, then what are the local Republican attorneys, state attorneys general going to do? What are our what are our local uh, DAs going to be doing at the local level? They better get in on this game because otherwise we're all going to be just like these Jan six defendants, because that's what's happening here. And this is why I was so upset last week at Ron DeSantis for the flaccid, ridiculously weak, stupid, moronic statement that he made when Trump, when we knew that he was facing indictment, him joking about, I would know what it's like to pay a porn, to, to pay a porn star. I said then, this ain't got anything to do with a porn star. It doesn't even really have anything to do with Trump or DeSantis. And I'm sick of that fight. This has to do with the future of the American people and our freedoms. 
And Ron DeSantis issued a statement today. And Skins, I want to read it for you. And I want you guys to tell me if you think it's better than what he said last week. He said uh, that the indictment was un-American and that the state would not assist in an extradition request. He said the weaponization of the legal system to advance a political agenda turns the rule of law on its head. He said it's un-American. Um, he went on to say the Soros-backed Manhattan District Attorney has consistently bent the law to downgrade felonies and to excuse criminal misconduct, yet now he is stretching the law to target a political opponent. Uh, DeSantis added that uh, the Florida would not assist in an extradition request given the questionable circumstances at issue. Um, You think that's strong enough, Skins? I don't see that there's anything wrong enough. Could he have been a little harder? Yeah, but I but I think it's 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 an okay statement. I think it's okay. I don't think it reflects the constitutional crisis where you're in as a nation. Again, he doesn't mention Trump by name. There's many people upset with that. Um, I don't have a problem with that so much. But Donald Trump is not the political opponent of Alvin Bragg. Donald Trump is the political opponent to the uniparty system and the Democrat Party. And this is about a weaponization of the U.S. government against all citizens. So to me, he misses the mark in this statement here. Again, he characterizes it as a low-level beef between a crappy DA who's a lefty going against an unnamed person. I think it's weak. This is not the time for weak. And if you're going to be weak, Ron DeSantis, then I'm not interested in you in 2024. This is the issue of our time. Because this is, and Tom DeBacaro will be here, he nailed it. Like Chip from Fixer Upper a while back by saying this is about the FBI and the DOJ controlling the outcome of elections. And anybody who can't see that, anybody who thinks that they're ever going to be president of the United States and get my vote, because at this point, if you're not willing to deal with this, what are you going to accomplish? If they're controlling the outcome of the elections, if there's still a bunch of unelected bureaucrats that are controlling this country, whether it's at the CDC, the NIH, the intelligence community, all the different law enforcement agencies, then what is any, then, then, then all we are and all DeSantis would be and all any other Republican president would be, unless we solve this problem, would be nothing but controlled opposition. Controlled opposition. It's all it would be. We have to fix this. This isn't good enough, Ron DeSantis. Nikki Haley, let's see what she said. From everything I've seen from this New York district attorney, this is something he's been doing for political points. And I think what we know is that when you get into political prosecutions like this, it's more about revenge than it is about justice. And I think the country would be better off talking about things the American public cares about. Let me tell you, Nikki Haley, this is what I care about. Let's talk about timing here. Why today, Skins? Could it be that this is also the day in which the QAnon shaman was released from jail? Why was the QAnon shaman released from jail? This is the guy that dared put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Oh, my gosh. The conservatives in media and on radio that were screaming at the TV. Oh, my gosh. This guy. How could he be released? Well, you know how he could be released? Because the footage that was withheld from him, denying him his right as a U.S. citizen to accurately and vigorously defend himself was denied. And when it was finally released, so was he. 
So as the truth has come out about the Jan 6 situation, they got to shift gears. They got to go after Trump, right? Let's also talk about a little distraction from the fact that a transgender terrorist went and slaughtered some kids at a Christian school. Who's talking about that today? Right, Skins? Yep. What else are we not talking about? We're not talking about the advancements that the Republican Party has made in stopping these far-lefty, insane nominees like the uh, head of the FAA and the FCC that were revealed thanks to Ted Cruz and others. We're not talking about the Hunter Biden story. Remember last week when I played a clip of a, a Republican grilling some ATF person saying, if there's somebody who's, who's got a drug, who's a drug addict and lies on a background check, what would be the, what would be the punishment for that? 15 years. Why haven't you arrested Hunter Biden? This is about continuing to control the narrative and the messaging on the American people. And if we had proper media, that would be the truth. The, 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 this would this would uh, be told to the American people today. In fact, this indictment wouldn't be happening if we had a proper media. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. I think it's going to be time to bring in our man, Tom DeBacaro, and get his take on this situation. But I still want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Just changing my uh, cover photo on my Facebook uh, while during the break to an upside-down flag. And uh, not just because of today, by the way, but Facebook didn't like a, a post. Here I was just waiting for my restriction to be lifted so I could do Facebook Live again. And then they didn't like a post I made about the transgender terrorist who killed children at a Christian school. So who knows when I'm going to be able to be live on Facebook again. This is an incredibly dark day for me. I could be wrong. But you know who was right a while back when he wrote a piece that got a whole lot of views in which he said that the FBI and the DOJ exist to control the outcome of our elections. It was Tom DeBacaro. So the second that I heard about this indictment today, I wanted Tom on the show tonight. Uh, he's not just a brilliant attorney. He's a historian, written many books about it, uh, about U.S. history. He's also a former political candidate and knows the system very well, and he joins me now. Tom Dell, usually I like to start off with a giggle with you, my friend, but I'm not in the mood for for yucking things up tonight. You? Yeah, no, this is beyond serious, but I want to start off in a slightly different angle. Um, You know, America is consuming itself with this division, driven now by these political criminalization on the left. And while America consumes itself in this division, which is driven by government, right? Government is in the Mm -hmm. middle of everything we do. China's ascendant. Russia's invading. Americans are getting kidnapped. Just so people get a sense of this and how serious it is. You know, the end of the Roman Republic was in class warfare and division. 
the end of Greek democracy was consumed with political division. They ignored the outside world and Philip of Macedon conquered them. We are allowing ourselves to be cannibalized, royal we there, but the world is a dangerous place. And right after he was inaugurated, Biden, I wrote a piece about four years of living dangerously under Biden. And this may be fun for Alvin Bragg and certainly for George Soros, who wants to bring America to its knees. But it's incredibly dangerous to the world and, the, and, and our republic. Well, yeah, it is. And, um, but I, 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 I don't think that there's enough... Average Americans, certainly the Democrats are celebrating this today because they can't, they, you know, they don't they don't understand or care about the long term implications here. And we've also got too many Republicans, Tom DeBacaro, who like Ron DeSantis. And there are a lot of people that think his statement today was great the, I, when when it's characterized as a, just a low level beef with some isolated D.A., who, you know, who's going after a nameless politician. It's so much bigger than that. Where's yeah, the Republican so, Party? Uh, we, need, we do need to talk about this because, look, through most of our history, we've had political division. I wrote a book about that. That's not yes. unnatural. Also, it's not unnatural in the political realm, campaigns, and once they get into Congress, where they throw barbs at each other and then in Congress they investigate. But the criminalization, and I don't know if you remember when they indicted Rick Perry in 2015 when he was thinking about running again. And now this, this marriage of donors, George Soros, with the DOJ, FBI, and their two-tiered system, and now incorporating even the states, it is stunning that how they are using the criminal justice system for political purposes. This is... This is not just slightly more. This is an amount and a, and a degree which has never occurred in our history. And, it, I, you know, I don't see a short-term end to this. I don't see some – there are no Democrat patriots in Congress saying this is wrong. We don't have enough Republican patriots either saying this is wrong. We, we have a weaponization of the U.S. government that is now just exploded. I don't know if you heard that Matt Taibbi, who was one of Elon Musk's people that was disseminating the Twitter files, had a little visit, a little door knock from the IRS the day he testified in front of the new congressional committee on the weaponization of the government. Yeah, I said, no. I mean, it also even extends. I mean, you're going to think I'm crazy, Tom DeBacaro, but this Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial, you know where it went off the rails for, for the guy? And I'm no fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, it, I mean, I think she's a kook. Um, but he literally said somebody's got to hold these people accountable. Otherwise, he compared her to Epstein and Epstein <laughs> Island. I mean, I mean, we're laughing, but I thought, holy crap, we now have civil Cases that are based yeah. on politics. Now we're using civil courts in order to persecute people that we don't like because yeah. of, of politics. Kyle Rittenhouse was completely scapegoated. That had nothing to do. He, they knew he was acting in self-defense, but they wanted to, they wanted to take out, they wanted to, to, to scapegoat him to go after the Second Amendment in this country. I mean, is there any aspect of our Department of Justice that has not been completely corrupted? at this point um 
Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's courts and, and DOJ offices and operating in states trying to do the right thing. But uh, well, but, well, but at the top. Well, look, they, they do prosecute civil cases. They do. do I mean, criminal cases. They are. It's not 100 percent. But no, it's not. But what I'm saying is it's not isolated anymore in D.C. This started out being isolated, really, in terms of two tiers of justice. And then which was, you know, Hillary Clinton getting away with crimes while, you know, like Christian Saucier goes to jail. And then it became the persecution and prosecution of 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 opposition really, you know, was really more about Trump. And so and Michael Flynn, so conservatives and Republicans ignored it. And now it's just spread. It's just spread. Yes. And and they are they sat on evidence that is clearly indictable related to Hunter Biden. Why they do that? Well, pretty simple. Mm -hmm. They're politically motivated. They they, this you you don't have to believe me about whether this is a BS charge. Just ask Alan Dershowitz, who is who is a Democrat, whether it's a BS charge. It is. But so. What's going on with Hunter Biden and the and the millions of dollars and China is astonishing. And yet they sat on it. They just created a file saying, you know, suspicious activity. You know, that what an understatement that is. That's like, you know, <laughs> come on. That's like a hundred and fifty, a hundred and fifty suspicious activity reports, man. It wouldn't take more than one for you and I to get to the pokey. Yeah. That's like calling it <laughs> homelessness, public camping. And they do. So, so it's unbelievable. And, and so, you know, people ask, well, where's this going? Is this going to help Trump? Um, and I, I might have a slightly different answer to that. Depends on how he handles this. If he goes out there and says, this isn't about me. This is a threat to the entire system. We need to fight this together or the republic's in trouble. Then he's going to succeed. If he makes it too much about himself, that's not going to be as helpful. And that's the way he should approach it because it's nothing short of that. It's worth Well, he has said before, he has said before, this isn't about me. I, it's about you. I'm just They're in the way. For you. It's true. And that's a true story. I, I, tell, mm-hmm. I mean, look, I've told you the story about how I get harassed by the government when I travel. I've told you that. Right? Well, it bear, yeah, but it bears repeating because people need to know. My, I yeah, have friends that were on. Potatoes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, right? share, I mean, share, share, share a quick story. Share a quick oh, story about how you're pretty. When I travel abroad, they, they, they put me, I was on a list for money laundering and I had difficulty <laughs> changing money. But, but you're laughing at that. But, you know, the guy who was arrested, who, who was telling the truth about the Bidens initially to the, uh, to the whatchamacallit, to the uh, DOJ, you know what he got arrested on? Money laundering what? charges. <laughs> That's their go-to. He's in jail. Yeah. I'm not. Probably will yeah. be after this show. Should be <laughs> first. 
Well, I'm reading Trump's statements today. We're talking to Tom Debacaro, author of The Divided Era and other things, and you can read his stuff pretty much everywhere, and he's also all over TV. Um, Trump's statement today was really about kind of my open. It really just went back through uh, that it is political persecution and election interference at the highest point. And he kind of goes through the history of the witch hunt involving the Mueller hoax Ukraine. I'm kind of reading here. I hadn't read it before. The Democrats have lied, cheated, and stolen. He doesn't really make it about the American people, um, but he has but, in the but, past. But, so but he did say it, this two-tiered system, what, what I wrote about last year in Fox, I think August, whatever it was, Yeah. look, they've been sitting on the, the Hunter Biden information Four months. Why would that be? And yet here we have, uh, you know, this hush money thing is supposed to rise to the level. What are they doing? They are putting their fingers on the scale. And and then you look at when you mention Republicans aren't doing enough. Where is the outrage? (laughs) This isn't about Trump. Where's the outrage? from your Senate majority leader about the danger this poses by politicizing the system. So you're right. There are Republicans that aren't doing near enough. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And let's even talk about at the, what they should be doing at the local level. I've been talking about this for a while myself and you may disagree. I'm not suggesting that any uh, Republican state attorneys general or district attorneys do like the left and actually, um, Try to subvert the Constitution and try to manufacture a crime or try to try to entrap anybody with process crimes. There's enough that they could investigate and actually you prosecute for at, at a variety of different states for a variety of different things by pretty much everybody from um, the last seven years with the Russian collusion hoax and lying before. Um, I, I mean, we don't even have time to go through the laundry list. Why are they not? Right. Why aren't Republicans pushing hard enough? Why aren't they prosecuting the the attorneys general in a variety of states uh, well, now you where have these people else in charge of the of the Department of Justice who just announced that the or intimated that the Durham investigation will be coming to a halt or you know finishing up. Look, it's this bad. It's as bad as your the level of corruption and the danger it poses is, is really not fathomable what is occurring. And if some, and if we, if we don't get someone in there who fires these people and pushes these things, they're going to get away with this for years and the Republic will be lost. And, and I need Trump to stop making statements like he did to Sean Hannity when asked about Christopher Ray. You know, it remains to be seen whether or not it was a bad choice. And I wanted somebody that the other side wanted. His, his personnel choices were terrible. He needs to stop defending it and he needs to take, he needs to say, you know what? I blew it. Yeah, he doesn't have to Ray. use those words, but he could say, "You know what? It was a mistake for no, Christopher he Ray." He can say, "I." He can say, "I, met, I made an error." Look, he—it's very hard for an outsider to come in and fill the bureaucracy of, course. of political appointments. He can, but say, he's got. I didn't do a good enough job. You know who said that? Richard Nixon. <laughs> so it's okay to say it, but he's got. Yeah. No, but these Republicans go in there and let the and let the State Department. keep all of its people continuously like it's out of control 
Yeah, it absolutely is. And this to me is really the ultimate issue because it can, it, it affects every other issue. Because here is, here is your election theft. Here's your electioneering. Even if you don't buy the Dominion machines and what went on with the machines and if you don't believe the issues with absentee ballots and you don't care about dead people voting, we have unelected bureaucrats. Right. And elected bureaucrats, people that are literally running the, the this uh, uh, district attorney, as well as Letitia James and others are literally campaigning with the promise and the pledge which not to which is a Fourth yeah. Amendment violation. Yeah, that they are they are going to take down political opposition at the same time that they're they're letting uh, violent offenders back out on the street. People yeah, that people. Yeah, I was just there in New York. It's it's Midtown's okay, but there are many sections that are just not. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and so all right, Tom DeBacar, wrap us up thirty seconds before we got to let you go. Uh, this, you know, these elections continue to grow in importance. If we don't retain the House and pick up the Senate and the White House, they will brush all this under the rug, and it will be commonplace. Can't have a bigger election, and I think. Every time. You know why elections are more important every time? Because government power grows each time, and that's the danger. Yeah. What, what, last question. If you had to pick a country that you think most or time in history you think is, is most reflected in America today, is it NOCO? Is it Castro's Cuba? I mean, where, where is it? No, no, no. It's, it's the end of the Roman Republic and Greek democracy because – the both of those in both those instances, they were absorbed with class warfare by the mm-hmm. socialists and that consumed the country, tore it apart. And, and, and in neither case did it recover. That's that's a, that is what is going on right now. The destruction of the family that the socialists are undergoing for power is almost irrecoverable. And that, that happened in the past as well. We cannot g- keep going down this road. No, we can't. We've got to do something about it. Tom, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. And we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. We're going to continue on the other side. We're going to be talking. I'm, I'm curious to hear from you guys. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think we're going to, is there going to be any backlash? Do you think Trump is going to sail to the nomination and to victory in 2024 as a result of this? 888-344-1170. And speaking of the culture war and attack on the families, wait till you get a load of this audio clip the skins found today when we return. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Our comment line is 844 814 5227. That's 844 814 5227. Earlier in the show, I was saying one, one of the reasons why now, you got to be, why now? Why all of a sudden this Trump indictment? Could it be because a transgender terrorist slaughtered children in a Christian school the other day? Um, I think that absolutely has something to do with it. And by the way, don't think that everything is, uh, remember when Skins and I were telling you guys a while back, don't be just so quick to jump on the uh, love fest for everybody who comes along, including Elon Musk. Uh, because Twitter is back to its old ways of censoring. Twitter has censored the official account of American greatness because they did a story about the, quote, Trans Day of Vengeance, which is scheduled in D.C. in the aftermath of the Nashville shooting. So they did a story. They showed the poster that was created uh, titled a, a 
and, and their story uh, read as follows, a planned transgender rally in Washington, D.C. that has drawn widespread criticism is still set to take place on Saturday, despite increasingly violent rhetoric from the trans lobby. Twitter then locked the account of at the AM Greatness. We've had many guests on who write there, as well as the fact they did the same thing to the Federalist. Twitter's official reason for it is that such tweets threaten, incite, glorify, or express a desire for harm or violence. Um, I don't think it's AM greatness and educating, uh, people about this plan day of vengeance. It's, it is the real threat. It's the transgender day of vengeance. That's the threat. And the threat of transgenders and their, and their, uh, rhetoric and their hate resulting in, I want to see the manifesto of this transgender terrorist. So I absolutely think that the timing of this is to change the conversation away from the cultural Marxist movement that Tom DeBacaro was just referring to and the destruction I have said for a long time, this is the Trojan horse to take us down. And they desperately need, desperately need to change the conversation. And how desperate are they to change it? How disgusting are they that they're actually continuing to try to make the transgender movement the victims here, not the, the six people who died in that school, three of which were absolute children. Skins, do we have time to play the clip of a mop head uh, talking about uh, transgender people being under attack right now? Clip two, AK2. If not, we can save it for next hour. These lawmakers are passing these bills and to those who are taking to the streets to protest them. So look, um, first of all, we uh, we support peaceful protest. Uh, we think it's important for Americans and people just across the country to make their voices heard, uh, just as long as it's peaceful. Uh, and we've been very clear about these anti-LGBTQ bills that we're seeing in state legislators, late legislatures across the country, in particular these anti-trans bills, uh, as they attack trans kids, as they attack trans parents. Uh, it, is, it is shameful and it is unacceptable. Uh, as you mentioned, tomorrow's Trans Visibility Day on a day that we should be lifting up our trans kids, our trans youth, and making sure that they feel seen. We're seeing more and more of these hateful, hateful bills. And uh, that's what Republicans want to spend their time on. They don't want to talk about lowering costs. They don't want to talk about actually making. I can't. I can't hear what she's got to say anymore. This is absolutely despicable. The only attack happening on children right now is from the left. It was bullets in a Christian school, and it's puberty blockers, it's chemical castration, and actual surgery that cuts off their parts. It's the mental destruction done to them by pushing this on children. Now is the time to be talking about the victims at that Christian school. A story at one of them, nine-year-old Evelyn, died gunned down as she was running to try to save her classmates in order to try to pull the fire alarm. Absolutely despicable. All right, we're going to take a break. Hour two of the AK Show, Andrea K Show, on its way. You don't want to miss it. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.